Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. kingdom is it then? And he would have learned so much because Jesus had stated to his disciples, the kingdom of God is within you. His kingdom begins inside individual human beings. It's a spiritual kingdom. It's not in heaven. That's not what he's talking about. The Bible tells us that you have been bought with a price you no longer belong to you. Pastor Robert brings you a vital piece of information in his message today. The kingdom of God is all about Jesus, ruling and reigning in your heart. His spirit is always instructing you. Will you submit to his sovereignty? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 27, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You know, I'm convinced that Jesus would have delivered Judas and set him free if he had just turned to the Lord in humility and faith instead of giving in to the enemy and his own despair. Matthew 27, verses 11 through 26, continue with the story of yet another man who asked Jesus face to face if he was who people claimed that he was. Matthew 27, 11, Now Jesus stood before the governor. And the governor asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said to him, It is as you say. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he answered him not one word, so that the governor marveled greatly. Now, at the feast, talking about the Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, that week of feasting. He said, now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to releasing to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to him, whom do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that they had handed him over because of envy While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him saying, have nothing to do with that just man, for I've suffered many things today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitudes that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. 
the governor asked and said to them, which of the two do you want me to release to you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, what then shall I do with Jesus who's called Christ? They all said to him, let him be crucified. Then the governor said, why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more saying, let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail at all, but rather that a tumult was arising, he took water, washed his hands before the multitude saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. You see to it. And all the people answered and said, his blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them. And when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Now, let's back up and think, I mean, what a question. Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered his question. Yes, it is as you said. Now, John's account gives us a little more detail here. In John chapter 18, verses 33 through 38, then Pilate entered the praetorium again. Now, the praetorium was like the governor's mansion, the governor's headquarters. So he, he enters the praetorium again, called Jesus and said to him, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, are you speaking for yourself about this? Or did others tell you this concerning me? In other words, Jesus was actually confronting the governor at this point. And he's saying to him, well, who wants to know? Are you asking me because you care, because you have an interest? Or are you asking me because that's the accusation? Verse 35, Pilate answered, am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? Jesus answered, you say rightly that I'm a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I've come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And then Pilate made that famous statement, more than a question, really. Pilate said to him, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. This has to be one of the most tragic encounters ever recorded in history. And it should serve as a warning to you and me, even those of us who know and love the Lord Jesus. Now, why do I say that? Well, I say it because here you've got the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, the ruling authority, the representative of Caesar in Judea. And he was blinded by his circumstances. He had the most amazing opportunity to sit with Jesus, to ask him questions, to pursue, what do you mean your kingdom is not of this world? I mean, wouldn't you have asked that follow-up question? What do you mean your kingdom is not of this world? What kind of kingdom is it then? And he would have learned so much because Jesus had stated to his disciples, the kingdom of God is within you. His kingdom begins inside individual human beings. It's a spiritual kingdom. It's not 
in heaven. That's not what he's talking about. But it's not of this world. No, it's a spiritual kingdom, and it begins within the heart. But see, Pilate, he wasn't interested in all of that. He was focused on his circumstances. See, Pilate was focused on keeping what he had. He was kind of in hot water already when this was going on. And, and as the old saying goes, he was possessed by his own possessions. He was consumed with the desire to hold on to his position, his power, and the prestige and, and material wealth that came with his status. His every decision, every question was formulated with that one chief goal in mind. Now listen, don't miss this because it's true for you too. Now, hopefully not the same chief goal that Pilate had, that of self-preservation. But there's something at the core of who you are that provides the foundational worldview, the foundational guidance for your decision-making process in your day-to-day life. For Pilate, he just wanted a way out of his predicament. You know, the, the Bible tells us he knew the backstory. He knew the chief priests were envious of Jesus. And that was why they had handed him over. But you see, he was afraid of the trouble that they could stir up. He was afraid of the problems which civil unrest could cause for him as the governor because he was on shaky ground with Caesar at this point in history. So instead of doing what was right, he caved in to try to protect himself. The Encyclopedia Britannica says this about Pontius Pilate. He was protected by Sejanus. And he incurred the enmity of Jews in Roman-occupied Palestine by insulting their religious sensibilities. As when he hung worship images of the emperor throughout Jerusalem and had coins bearing pagan religious symbols minted. After Sejanus's fall in the year 31, Pilate was exposed to sharper criticism from certain Jews who may have capitalized on his vulnerability to obtain a legal death sentence on Jesus. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
Find links at mainthingradio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary, Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at mainthingradio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.